The other kind of radio talk radio. The other kind of radio talk radio. Hey, it's your buddy Jeff from the other kind the of radio. We're here today. For a bonus episode. See, here's what I did. I didn't do a normal intro because I knew I wouldn't be able to get through it without messing it up. So this way, nobody knows what I was supposed to say or not. But this is the 2021 Oscar special featuring Todd. Um, so let's go ahead and get Todd on the show. Sorry, Todd. That was so that was so minimalized. Welcome, sir. All this bombast, this this grandiosity that is the Oscars. Featuring Todd. Give it a Todd. That's the way I want me to try. I don't want any more of that dive bar boombox stuff. You just want... way, if you like good music, go follow the dive bar boombox on Facebook. But there you go. I don't want any more of that in my intro. I just want and Todd. I, I think you should be intro. Bo- dive bar boombox featuring Todd. Uh, so this is, uh, I wanted to say it was going to be our second annual oscar special but we didn't do one last year because of covid and on that note we are uh here's what's going to happen today kind listener we are going to uh give our picks for the oscars we've narrowed it down to the major categories and then we'll do a lightning round where we select the other ones and uh get out of your hair as quickly as possible mainly because i have to be on time to go get my second shot so i'm gonna go yeah gonna go get that done see what happens um Todd, you've had both yours, right? I actually got the uh Johnson Johnson shot, so oh. I only had to have one. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think minimalist Jeff would just get one, but you would think, but you know, I, I was gonna be dark humor about <laughs> Right. It's yeah, like back. I was like, I'm not gonna do that. I just want people to get their shot. Right. It's gonna be a while before a comedian gets on stage and says, So COVID, you know. <laughs> um all right, so let's do that. And one of the things I was thinking about this morning was, what, just for the kind listener, what what is the story of the Oscars? I mean, obviously, award programs are not your favorite. So first of all, this is the, uh, the biggest favor you could do for me as far as participating in something you were adamantly against. But... I was just trying to figure, like, where did they start? Was it, you know, Oscar Meyer Wieners, you know, sponsored it or bought a lifetime contract or? Yeah, they actually brought the Wienermobile on stage <laughs> and handed them out from there. It's like, hey, everybody, get your Oscar. Yeah. So uh, I, I want to clarify and say, yeah, I, I have grown to strongly dislike award shows. I grew up adoring them. However, in 1977, as a kid, thinking, wow, Star Wars makes me want to go and learn how to make movies. And they give it to Annie Hall. And I'm like, well, you know, I didn't understand how political these things were. And they became, at that point, a bit of an obsession for a while. And the way that I learned a lot of film history was reading a couple of books my father had about the Academy Awards. So I, I do enjoy their history. I do enjoy the show, but I will love to bitch about it when it's over because it's <laughs> just silly. Right. So the Academy Awards first presented in 1929. Do you have any idea what the first Academy Award winning film was? 1929. Oof. Tree on a Hill. That's actually a really good guess. <laughs> wings. Wings? <laughs> yes. It's a silent film. Like chicken Jerry wings? Cooper. Two young men, one rich, one middle class, who fall in love with the same woman, become fighter pilots in World War One. Wow! 
its use of dogfighting footage that they created was just like people are blown away. You know, you can imagine right. film's not been around that long. And this idea that we can put a camera and do that kind of thing, it really leveled people. And then George Lucas comes around, you know, 50 years later, steals that storyline and calls it Star Wars. That's well, <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, do you know, uh, that when, when you make an action film now, they have things called animatics where you actually kind of animate the action scene. George was one of the first to create an animatic of sort. And what he did was take dogfighter footage from World War II and in the place of all the dogfights in Star Wars, it would have the movie and then he would assemble footage from World War II stuff. That's why it looks like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Jeff, look at you. The you actually have the truth to towards George Lucas's stealing of stuff. That's right. That's right. And I, kind of listener, if you're listening, I'm right there with you. There is something kind of weird going on with Todd's microphone. I don't know if it's the Zoom call or not, but we'll we'll keep an eye on that. I just want the kind of listener to know that I'm aware of it. You sound a little a little uh, compressed. But it goes in and out, which makes me think it's a Zoom call. So, well, I was actually rolling my compression knob. Oh, Is that okay. A problem? <laughs> um, another interesting tidbit, and Jeff asked me this: Why are the Oscars called the Oscars? Um, officially, to the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, they're called the Academy Award of Merit. Oh. But according to Sidney Skolsky, who wrote a book all about Oscar, the history and politics of the Academy Awards. Um, the first time that that was ever referenced was the future director of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, Margaret Herrick. The story goes that uh, Herrick first saw the statue in 1931 and she said it looked like her uncle Oscar. Oh, but there's also a lot of talk that it came from a classic vaudeville joke when you had something and you would look and you go, well, you have a, a cigar Oscar and I don't know how that's funny, but you know, that was, <laughs> the, the two, yeah, those are the two common things. So it, it's become known as Oscar. Um, the, 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 the award format has changed over the years. They've done different things. It used to be like the best picture. It used to be a very hard five top nominees. Now it can be up to 10 and that depends upon the percentage of votes that it gets, whether it gets in, they're actually talking next year of just changing it to 10. And I'll give you one guess why they want to make it 10. Uh, more money. Yes, Jeff, you win. <laughs> um, you know, the, the very cynical element of this is, is that it is one massive commercial for the, the Motion Picture Association of America that uh, profits go up when films are nominated. Oh, and it's one of those things that people are always like, well, why doesn't Black Panther, you know, win Best Picture? Well, it's a comic book movie, number one. Number two, they don't need to promote it as much. It's already made all its money, but right. they're going to take small films, prestige films that make them feel good about what they make as art, push it and make money on it. So that's, that's kind of what we have as the Academy Awards. Thank you for that. That was just a excellently uh, reported on short notice uh, information on, on the Oscars. Thank you, Jeff. Um, I know I'm getting something weird. Okay. Um, so one of the things, yes, what, but it's genius because here you've got a way that you now can remarket all of the films that came out the, the, the year. And I agree with you hundred percent. If somebody bursts in the room and says, what are you doing? And you say, I'm watching a movie. It doesn't carry as much weight as I'm watching an Oscar nominated movie. Then they're like, oh, Jeff sophisticated. Jeff, 
Jeff is uh, progressing as a human. Um, so yeah, they made their own awards show to help promote, get money. Um, but it, it, it does, for those of us, it does a little bit of a favor because just before we started, I realized I didn't know anything about one of the uh, nominated films called Sound of Metal. And just watching the trailer, I'm really interested in seeing it now. So <clears throat> without further ado, uh, let's hit our 10 categories that we're going to talk about, and then we'll do our lightning round. And where do you want to begin? Do you want to scroll down? Oh, and all of our information today is provided by IMDb, imdb.com. If it's in the movies, it's on IMDb. No charge for that IMDb. That's a freebie. Um, Bezos says thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, does Amazon own IMDb? Uh-huh. Oh. When that happened? <laughs> a few years ago. Oh. So it's the, you want to talk about the very cynical thing now? It's like, uh, if you ever notice, the, their shows and their movies get a little more prominent feature on the front page. And it's like, oh, come on. I would be remiss before we begin. Oscars this year, ABC, tomorrow night, Sunday, April 25th, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, and that would be 7 Central. Okay, so where do you want to start? Do you want to go down the list on IMDb, or do you want to just work off of our Well, sheet? why don't we take that, that list that you sent me earlier, and let's go the bottom category to the right. Those kind of seem like, you know, interesting, the building blocks of... Oh, okay, yeah. Well, you drive. Here's the steering wheel. You drive. Tell me where we're going. Okay. <laughs> Let's start with original screenplay. Original screenplay being something that is entirely created by that writer without adapting from any other materials. All right. And do you want me to read the nominees? Or do you read them off? Okay. Uh, nominated for original screenplay, Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of Chicago 7. So I asked Jeff before if we're going to keep a tally on this because he he wants to to beat me in the competition. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. I'll, I'm not scared. Um, so I do ha I do have to admit that uh, the only one I've seen out of this is Promising Young Woman, mm -hmm. which is a good film. Highly recommend it. I know that there's a lot uh, uh, a lot out there and a lot of credit going to Judas and the Black Messiah. Minari, I haven't seen yet. Sound of Metal, I just learned about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> and The Trial of Chicago 7. I think some of these films I did not see just because of the weight of everything that's going on. And, uh, you know, like I watched Mortal Kombat yesterday, and that was perfect. It was, you know, a Happy Meal movie. With a lot of blood. With a lot of blood. So, all that being said, my heart wants to go with Promising Young Woman. But I know that's up for some other categories, so I'm going with The Sound of Metal, since I just learned about it 20 minutes ago. And I'm going to go with Promising Young Woman. I don't think that Promising Young Woman personally has a chance of winning anything else. It is my favorite film of this year, written, written and directed by Emerald Fennell, who, if you aren't familiar with her, she is the woman who portrayed Camilla Parker Bowles in The Crown this past season. So he's also a writer director and does an outstanding job with this film. I think this is Hollywood's way of, I, I've said this before, we're not going to give you the director award, but we really like you. Here's something. So I think this is a uh, consolation prize. Okay. So next we moved on right up the list. Adapted screenplay, Jeff. Adapted screenplay are screenplays that are 
adapted yeah. from science guy. Oh, that's right. I was going to get that. I, I, <laughs> I'm not used to being in the driver's seat. See what I did? I just hit the guardrail. So an adapted screenplay is a, a screenplay that is adapted from a previously existing work, such as a book or another format, TV, film, etc. Jeff, oh, those, on. Thank you. See, now I interrupted you. All right. Borat, the subsequent movie film, The Father, Nomadland, One Night in Miami, The White Tiger. All right. You want to go first? You want me to go first? This you, you can. Yeah, we'll switch off. Go ahead. Okay. So I, I looked down this list and I there are, there are two films that stand out immediately to me probably as the front runners. One just behind it. The one just behind is the father uh, telling the story of a father losing, uh, having issues with dementia. <sighs> that film has begun to get a lot of buzz, but I don't think that anything can beat either Nomadland or One Night in Miami. And the only reason I, I kind of err towards One Night in Miami is because it's not going to get much else besides a, a, a song award. So... For those for those kind listeners that maybe I'm not familiar with uh, One Night Miami, what is that about? That's adapted from a Broadway place directed by Regina King, um, actress who was in Watchmen and and Jerry Maguire, mm-hmm. and it's about it's a fictitious account of a meeting that really occurred one night in Miami after Cassius Clay, future Muhammad Ali, had just won the title. So it's Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke and Jim Brown. They all get together to celebrate the win and it's discussions about race and, and oh, what wow. you're doing. And it, it's really very good. And, you know, I, let me say also this year's Academy Awards is, is considered to be the first of which they, they're kind of correcting their issues with celebrating films of more diverse cultures. So I'm a little surprised that it didn't get pushed up in some other stuff. I didn't think it was as good as that. So that's kind of one reason I'm probably, I'm going to be wrong. I bet you it's Nomad Lamb, but I'm going to put my heart out there and say One Night Miami wins this. All right, because I already have a one-point lead, uh, I'm going to echo your, because I didn't know about that's great. The father looks really good with Anthony Hopkins. It does. But I'll go with you with One Night in Miami. Yeah, I, I really, I wanted to see the father. I don't think I'm going to get to see it before the show because it's one of those that they want to charge 20 bucks right now and yeah. i'm like i just can't pay 20 bucks for that yeah. so yeah. yeah awesome yeah. anthony i'll watch your film as soon as it goes down to 5.99 all right let's move on um i'm looking through this list jeff wow i'm not gonna necessarily follow this because all of a sudden best pictures in the middle of right. it. we don't want to do that not yet uh, let's mention real quick documentaries that i had a friend actually reach out to me Yes, I've seen My Octopus Teacher. You've seen it as well, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's probably going to win. Um, I know that can be a lightning round thing, but I see it on the list and I want to touch it. So go watch it. It's a, it's very well shot. If anything, it's beautifully shot. Let's move on to, how about cinematography? Sounds good. So cinematography being the person who ex- ex- executes upon the capturing of the image to the film or the digital medium. Jeff, who are the nominees? Nominations are Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, News of the World, Nomadland, and The Trial of Chicago 7. Um, I know I went first last time. I'll go ahead and say this. I want Mank to win because it is an homage to one of my top films of all time. It's beautifully shot. I'm giving uh, my vote to Nomadland. I, I think there's probably no shot that anything beats it. It's shot beautifully. It's rather stark. Um, it's very natural. And 
it, it to me it looks like what the academy kind of wants to believe that they make all the time um i agree i did see news of the world and yeah um <laughs> it's yeah it's i mean it's tom hanks and uh, hmm. um I heard, was, I heard it was beautifully shot yes yeah. and any movie in the southwest you know during cowboy time yeah um Nomadland is a movie that I've seen, but I can't remember anything about it. That's how uh, memorable it was. Um, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and play on your emotions, and I'm gonna go ahead and pick Mank only because I think it it plays such a great homage to um, Citizen Kane, and that being one of the greatest films of all time. I think I think they may uh, throw it a bone. You know, I, I I don't think you're wrong. I think if there's one thing that it stands a very strong chance of winning, it is cinematography because it is impeccably shot. Um, I just the sentiment behind Nomad Land, I think it's too strong for them, and I think that's why it's gonna take awards like that. So right. Okay. Let's move on, and I am jumping in this. We're gonna go ahead and go to actress in a supporting role. A supporting role not being a feature role, even though there are some bits of controversy this year in the supporting, and I'll get to that when we get to actor, but Jeff, tell us who's nominated. Actress, actor, in, a supporting role. actress in a supporting role, Maria Bakalava. Very good. Bo- Borat subsequent uh, movie film, Glenn Close, Hillbilly Eulogy, Olivia Coleman, The Father, Amanda Seyfried, Mank, and Yi, uh, I can't read this, Ying Jong Yoon Minari, I think. Sorry about that. I apologize. That, you know what? For you, with names, I do think we might have flipped to the wrong thing. It should be you introducing. If you don't know, Jeff constantly has a little issue with names. But that was actually pretty good. Um, actress in a supporting role, I, it, it's almost 100% my opinion, Yu Jong Yoon from Minari, she has gotten nothing but praise for this film about a, a, a Korean family that moves, I believe, to Arkansas. I haven't gotten to see that yet because it's right. still 20 bucks as well. Um, she is supposed to be stunningly good. Um, this will be, once again, a slap in the fl- face to Glenn Close. There is that chance she pulls it out, even though the Hillbilly LG got horrific reviews by most critics. They do love her, and I, you know, if if Hollywood wants to award her, it would be so funny if they give her to her a role in a movie that was supposed to stink. Um, good choice. My choice is based on the movie The Naturals, starring Robert Redford, and also has a very very young Glenn Close, which was a nice little surprise when I rewatched it uh, the other day. So I'm going to go with Glenn Close for Hillbilly Eulogy. There is it LG? It's not Eulogy. Good lord. Oh, elegy. 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 <sighs> Sorry, Pop. I know he's just like so disappointed in that young boy. <laughs> All right, where are we going next? All right, we're moving on to the the related category, actor in a supporting role. Once again, actor being a male person in a role that is not the feature, and this is the one with a bit of controversy. Um, the the nominee that Jeff will get to for Judas and the Black Messiah. I mean, many people believe he should have been nominated for a leading role. But they, the, the the truth is the studios look and say, we've already got too many people over here. He won't get nominated. We want him in a supporting role. So that's how squishy these awards are. Go ahead. Nominations. And again, the name of mispronunciations in no way is in favor or against the actor or actress whose name I can't get right. It's because 
Uh, this is small print. I'll get my glasses out in a second. All right. Nominations, actor in supporting role, Sasha Baron Cohen, trial of the Chicago Seven. Daniel uh, Kauya, Judas and the Black Messiah. Leslie Odom Jr., One Night in Miami. Paul Racy, Sound of Metal. And oh, Mr. Mr. Stanfield, Judas and the Black Messiah. Keith Stanfield. Um, I'm getting my glasses out. This this one is a little more open, but I think Daniel and I'm going to mispronounce it too. Daniel Kalua, Kalawa, for Judas and the Black Messiah, I believe probably takes us home. Um, the, the one that they uh, many people thought could have been nominated in a lead role. The lead roles are probably too locked up for people, so they're not going to give it to him. The one thing I do want to point out, Leslie Odom Jr. playing Sam Cook in One Night Miami. For those of you who might be fans of Hamilton, that is Aaron Burr. Mm. And you do get to hear him sing. Um, and he he is nominated for an uh, original song for the film, and he will probably win that. But he, I doubt he'll win here. Doesn't it seem just a, like a million years ago that H- Hamilton came out you know, on television and we were, you know, Oh, I need to rewatch that. You know, I, my parents are asking about it recently. Still haven't seen it. They're all vaccinated. I'm like, come on down and watch it. And I thought the same thing. Jeff was like, man, I know I invited y'all. That was only a year ago. Yeah. Weird. It's like five years ago. All right. What's your pick? My pick. I'm going to go with Daniel. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and this is again, this is why Todd wins every year. Uh, I'm going with Sasha Barrett Cohen for the upset, so to speak. Um, just got to got to throw some supporters way um, on a movie that I haven't seen yet. So that really makes <laughs> no sense at all. I apologize. All right. Where are we going next? Well, I was looking at something else, Jeff. So nope. now I got to pull that thing back up. Um, that's my fault. Let's go. And I'm going to. I don't want to put the ladies last. So let's go to actor in a leading role, an actor with a featured role, primary feature in a film. All right. Glasses on actor in a leading role. Uh, is it's Riz Ahmed sound of metal. Riz. See, this is why they're never going to be on our podcast. I remember that guy came Reese. Thank you. Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey's black bottom. Whoa. Anthony Hopkins, the father, Gary Oldman, make, and Stephen Yoon Minari. Uh, this is one of those years where the award is going to go posthumously to someone, Chadwick Boseman. They're going to, I will be beyond shocked if they do not give it to him so they can have a moment to send love his way into his wife. He's won of the rewards for this. You know, a lot of the reviews, I've not seen it yet. I've not had the time. The reviews have been, he's good, but it's not his best performance. However, that's not how the Academy Awards work. The only person that could upset here is Anthony Hopkins for The Father. He has won some stuff too, but for me, it's Chadwick Boseman's evening. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to copy that. Maybe in future episodes, we'll put make a rule where I can't just copy yours. Um, otherwise, it doesn't work if you don't, you know, it, there's symmetry to stuff so do yeah. what you need to do gary oldman I, I think deserves it but i understand definitely understand why they would go uh the other way all right where are we headed next all right let's move on to actress in a leading role the female featured performance within a film nominations are viola davis ma rainey's black bottom oh uh andra day 
The United States versus Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, Francis McDormand, um, No Man Land, and Carrie Mulligan, Promising Young Woman. For me, I think it's Carrie Mulligan. I think when you look at that film, Promising Young Woman, yes, it does feature a star-making performance from its writer-director, but also Carrie Mulligan beautifully possesses that role so much so that before you watch this i challenge anyone go find what happened when this film was first released that one critic had written for variety took exception with her performance instead of talking about her performance he said i don't believe she's hot enough <gasps> to be the woman in this and uh oh my god now i can't think of her who played uh tanya harding right um margot robbie mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. a producer of the film and this person was like it really should have been someone like margot robbie well carrie mulligan wrote back and said you're exactly what this film is about and she wrote to that critic and that critic got booted from variety because Whoa. of it and when you think about those kind of things that a woman even has to stand up to a man to say you're not judging my performance you're judging my looks is exactly what this film is about and i i know that 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 moment is not her performance but she is that good in this film and she carries it there's so much emotion i i will be very upset if it goes to anyone else carrie mulligan is one of the actors out there that uh, i was first introduced to in a movie called uh i think it's is it drive or driver drive drive with um ryan gosling ryan gosling thank you and uh, she, the reason why I'm selecting her as well is, is there is plenty of opportunity in that film for her to have played the character she did and it be off, but she hits everything so well and she doesn't try to steal scenes. She knows she knows her craft well, and I agree with, um, with the promising young woman. I, I think uh, she's very deserved of it. I did see a little bit of United States versus Billy Holiday. Um, and I, like I said, I did see Norman Land. I think Frances uh, McDormand, I mean, she's incredible, uh, but I, I'm wondering if it's just a little saturated right now because she just had three billboards a couple years come back out and, uh, you know, nothing against her. I, I just am rooting for um, Carrie on this one. I. I love Francis McDormand. And when I watched this film, I thought this is one of those films that in 10 years I'll go back and watch again. And I'll probably like even more than I already did, <clears throat> but her performance is not that different from what you saw in three billboards. It's yes, that one was angrier. This one's more internalized, but I, you can't just award off of the fact that you put her on the screen. Mm -hmm. And I do, I just think that Carrie Mulligan's performance stands out above the rest of what I saw in the field this year. Well said, where are we headed next? You know, um, I, I really think if we're, if we're moving through this, Jeff, let's move on to directing. So directing, okay. the, 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 the job du jour of film, the person with the vision, they execute, execute upon everything that they oversee script production, production design, cinematography, acting, et cetera. They lead the effort. And I just realized our list does not tell you who directed. It just says what film I was just going to comment on that. Well, I'll do. Hang on, I've actually yeah, got because I, I was you know we I know that all of the Oscar uh, director board of directors listens to our podcast, um, and you can call them at one hundred uh, directors board of Oscars. I know that's too many numbers, but don't worry about that. Um, 
Yeah, let's start putting the director's name. I mean, if you're doing it for actors and actresses, um, because really, I mean, that's that's one of the most important things. I'll read the uh, nominations, and then you can. Or how do you want to do it? You want me to just read the the film, and then you need to tell me who directed it? Why don't, why don't you say the film? I've actually happen to have most of these pages open, so okay. I will. You go through, and I will tell you who directed. All it. All right. Uh, nominations for Oscar for directing another round. That would be Thomas Vinterberg. What do we know him from? Uh, let me look into this. I I know that he's a respected director, and I'm not sure I've seen. Yeah, I don't think I've seen any of his work that I can tell. I'm okay. probably wrong on this, but he's worked Mads Mikkelsen, who is the lead in this. He has worked with him numerous times before. And and I do want to touch on th this film. I've not gotten to see it. It is nominated for um, international film and mm. it's expected to win. It's it basically the log line is four friends, all high school teachers test a theory. They will improve their lives by maintaining, maintaining a constant level of alcohol in their blood. Watch the trailer for that one. It looks really, really interesting. And then I think, according to the trailer, things go horribly wrong. Of course they do. Uh, next up, Mank. Mank would be David Fincher. Uh, David Fincher, long list. Uh, he Zodiac, mm. uh, Fight Club, Alien 3. I mean, one of, probably one of the more interesting directors out there. Very meticulous great job with directing great job with this but i do understand some of the criticisms about that he didn't go hard enough into mm. the life all right uh next up minari minari is directed by lee isaac chung okay any any bio on him I'm trying <laughs> and imdb made me go back uh yeah he I'm going to be honest. It's a lot of films that most people have not seen. Okay. Um, so uh, I've seen My Last Born, Abigail Harm, Lucky Life. So he, he's been working for a good 15 years. It's just not a lot of stuff people are going to know. Gotcha. Here in America, unfortunately. All right. Next up is Nomadland. 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 <laughs> and, oh, my God, IMDb, don't fail me. Chloe Zhao, who has already won almost every award that can be given this year she will most definitely win um and and she's well deserved this, this film is very consistent it's tone everything about it is exactly what it needs to be it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea because it literally is one of the quietest films you will see and last promising young woman emerald fennel um <laughs> uh she again famous for, probably most for being an actress but stepping into the role of directing she only has one other directing credit prior to this and that was a short film in uh, 2018 called careful how you go all right and your choice is i i don't think there's any way you can get around chloe zhao winning i, I they want this film to win it is basically it's, it's supposed to be a recitation on a woman experiencing grief and not being able to move on. Mm -hmm. um, I, and, and it nails that. And I think that when we're going through the pandemic, I think that you have to sometimes look at what art says of the time it's from. And I think in this time where we're all forced to work in our houses all day and sometimes never going outside, it kind of fits. Right. So I, I will be beyond shocked if she does not win. I am going to go with Mank. Okay.
Uh, by the way, that would be David Fincher since he criticized not listing the director's name. <laughs> All right. Uh, did you just flip me off? What did you do? No, I'm adjusting my glasses. I'm kidding. Okay. Um, where do you want to go next? I think really before we get to a lightning round, let's just go ahead and do best picture. Um, well, we still got, um, you wanted to do documentary feature. Let's make that lightning round because, you know, I really, I, I don't know anything. Okay. As soon as I went past that, that's kind of why I said my octopus. And teacher. then are we, are we going to lightning round animated feature film too? You're right, Jeff. You're right. Uh, animated feature. Let's do that. All right. Your nominations are onward over the moon. I shone the sheep movie Farmageddon soul and wolf walkers. Why can I not find that list of films on this stupid? <laughs> there it is. Um, I'm sorry, kind listener. You know, I literally had a moment of reading over a list 15 times while Jeff was naming those thinking I'll find that list <laughs> for me. There, there's no doubt. Soul, um, Pixar film log line after landing the gig of a lifetime in new york jazz pianist suddenly finds himself trapped in a strange land between earth and the afterlife this is going to win for the animated feature it's going to win john batiste a uh, fantastic jazz musician it's going to win him an oscar for his score of the music that this musician plays i've not gotten to see it i've heard that it's just a beautiful film so i i think soul's got it locked up I think that was your dog voting too. Yes, um, he is voting. He liked this movie. And I'm going to go with. Uh, oh, I thought your dog was recommending a Sean, uh, a, a Sean the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. I'll go with that one, just because it's from uh, the old days of uh, Wallace and Gromit, um, that anim anime stop animation. So there we go. All right, now to the main event with Best Picture. Best picture pretty much tells you exactly what it is. The feature film of that year that best typifies the art of motion pictures. The nominations are The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, No Man in Land. <clears throat> no Man Land. I can't say it. Say it for me. Nomad Land. No Man Land. <clears throat> Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. I'm going to run down these quickly just to, to, to kind of give everybody the take. Look, you've got a lot of great films, and there are probably one, two, maybe two that I've not gotten a chance, three that I've not gotten a chance to see. The Father, The, stale, the Tale of the, the Older Man Losing His Memory, Judas and the Black Messiah, a famous uh, recreation of an event in history, Mank, The Making of Citizen Kane, which is beautifully shot. I would beg you to please watch Citizen Kane first. Minari, like I said, a Korean family moves to a new land and has to rediscover family. Nomad land, a woman goes out in her van and travels across America, never wanting to sit in one place. Promising young woman, a woman who basically has seen a lot of things come her way and she decides they need to be set right. Sound of Metal, um, and Jeff mentioned this. This is a great film. Riz Ahmed, who is just an amazing actor, uh, plays a drummer who is in a two-person kind of punk metal band who's suddenly in the middle of a gig. His ears just stop working, and he has to discover how to live life again. And I, th I look, I think it's a beautiful film. It's not going to win. Uh, lastly, The Trial of Chicago 7, Aaron Sorkin's retelling of the famous uh, Trial of the Chicago 7. Uh, 
got great performances, very Aaron Sorkin-esque script. There's no question Nomadland wins this year. Okay. Todd Hartzell with his lock-in for no, 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 no. Um, Man. You make me laugh. Do you know that? <laughs> Good. It's one. One. One person. Uh, 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 uh. It's because I keep thinking you're going to go, no, no, no. Oh, man. I'm going to go with uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Dude, do you just want to lose to me? (laughs) (laughs) Big Nomadland. Put it on there. Take a point. (laughs) Take a point. I got plenty of them. They're all over the place, scattered around like Legos. Just, I'm actually I'm betting the uh, under on you, so you know I can nice. give you that one. Though. Yeah. All right. So that brings us to our lightning round. For those kind listeners that have listened to the previous Oscar shows, I agree with Todd. We you know, we went through everything. It was like an hour and thirty minutes. We went through everything, and we're just trying to be a little more compact, a keto style podcast when it comes to this show. Is it keto? Could be fasting. I don't know. Uh, I'm gaining weight. All right. Um, We've just gained weight by me saying all that. All right. So for the lightning round, Todd, I'm just going to go from left to right down the aisle. Sounds good. List, I guess. All right. Costume design. Nominations. Emma. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Mank. Mulan. Pinocchio. Go, Todd. Emma. All right, I'm going to go with Pinocchio. Dude, do you want to just lose? Documentary feature, Collective. Your nominations are Collective, Crip Camp, The Mole Agent, My Octopus Teacher, and Time. Only because it's the only one everyone's seen, My Octopus Teacher. All right. I'm matching you there. Documentary short subject, Cloette. A concert. Colette. Colette. Hmm? Nominations are. Cluette. Oh, Cluette. That's how you say it. Uh, in the <laughs> sophisticated tongue, it's a Cluette. Uh, a concierto is a conversation. Wow. Do not split. Hunger Wand. Ward. <laughs> I like Hunger Wand better. I really do. <laughs> And the last nomination, a love song for Latasha. Go, Todd. I'm going to go with Concerto as a conversation just because I want to hear you say it again. <laughs> I'm matching that as well. I just like the title of Concerto in a Conversation. I don't know what that is. All right, locked in. Whoops. All right, film editing. The Father, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, Trial of Chicago 7. Go, Todd. Sound of Metal. I guess I should have come up with a faster way to <laughs> to mark these because <laughs> there's a definite lull of me marking it down. Okay, locked in. International what feature what film. Did you choose? Oh, I didn't say. I picked the father. <laughs> I was I was it's working. So lightning work- that you don't even tell us. <laughs> I was working on my strategy where I don't announce my picks and then at the end I just go. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm what? saying. Yeah. Smart boy. Um, international feature film. Another round. Better days. Collective. The man who sold his skin, and Quo mm. Vadis Aida. Hmm. 
another round me too and that's literally what we say all the time another round me another too. round me too makeup and hairstyling emma hillbilly elegy ma rainey's black bottom and mank and pinocchio makeup and hairstyling ma rainey's black bottom Okay, I'll, I'll match you there. All right, original score. The Five Bloods, Mank, Minari, News of the World, Soul. I'm going to go with Soul. Okay. Original song, Fight for You, Judas and the Black Messiah, Hear My Voice, The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Oh, Lord. H-U-S-A-V-I-K. Who, who's the Vic? Eurovision Song Contest. Um, Losi, Losin, The Life Ahead, Speak Now, One Night Miami. Good Lord. Speak Now. I'm going to go with the Eurovision Song Contest. And by the way, who'd you choose for original score? You didn't say that one either. I'm, I matched you on Soul just because okay. you gave such okay. a good good case. Um, okay. Yeah. All right, that takes us to production design. The Father, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, uh, Mank, News of the World, and Tennet. Wow, Tennet with just one so far. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Mank. Oh, and, and what's production design? So I can, if that'll influence my pick. Production design basically is any, it's, it's the feature of which you actually design how the film is going to look. You choose color palettes, you help with sets, you do all that. You design what it looks like. And of course, the director's overseeing that, but you are executing upon that. I'm going to go with Tennet just because I feel bad for him. It's a good vote. Animated short film, Burrow, Genius, Lucky, Lassie. If anything happens, I love you. Opera, yes, people. Animated short film. If anything happens, I love you. I'm going with yes, people. Live action short film. Feeling through. The letter room. The present. Two distant strangers. White eye. Live action short film. I'm going to go with, boy, this is a crapshoot. Um, <laughs> the present. Hey, let's be fair. A lot of the short short films this year are easier to find on things like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. Yeah. I just don't have any time to do it. I know. I, every year we we say the same thing. Next year, I'm going to try really hard to see all of it. And, you know, but, uh, I am, if someone would pay us to do this, then maybe we could. Ooh. Wait. Like wait. It. What? Um. Yeah. White eye is what I'm going with. All right. Sound. Sound is if they if it's sound. Um your nominations are Greyhound, Mank, News of the World, Sound Soul, and Sound of Metal. And I'm not choosing it just because the name is in there, but Sound of Metal. What they actually do to simulate what that guy goes through. Good work. I agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna copied that as well i've seen greyhound and it's what was greyhound why can't i remember what tom hanks captain of uh oh, okay. yeah, yeah. a battleship world war ii i heard not such good things 
I've seen it twice. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you still don't know? I still don't know. Okay. Uh, visual effects. It's where you have some things and... <laughs> um, Love and Monsters, The Midnight Sky, Mulan, The One and Only Ivan, Tenet. I'm going to give it to Tenet. Mm. I am going to go with The One and Only Ivan, only because I read the book. Um, And that's it. Woo! Wow. Done in 44 minutes. What did I say? 45 minutes? That's great. Man, look at you. You kept it. I mean, that is producer extraordinaire. <laughs> well, it would have been a lot shorter if I could pronounce names and read. Um, so you're going to you're going to watch um, Sunday? Yeah, yeah, I definitely am. I, I probably have to do that whole thing of recording and starting a little late. But yeah, I'll definitely be there and I'll text you throughout. Yeah, I'll text you and, and maybe we'll put some stuff on Twitter, um, keeping the score and kind of having some fun. And uh, for those of you that catch this episode before the Oscars, feel free to fill out your own ballot. Email it to info at the other kind radio.com, info at the other kind other kind radio.com, and we'll uh, share your results too. There you go. Have a wonderful rest of the week. Um, since this is a bonus episode, we are scheduled to record uh, again on the first. So. Till then, Todd, thanks for your time and uh, good luck. You're going to need it this year. <laughs> I'm telling you, you are coming on strong. I am, I am scared. All right, everybody. That's going to do it for this bonus episode of The Other Kind Radio where we talk about the Oscars. We try to break them down and make our selections of who the winners are going to be. Have a great week. And just remember, we are The Other Kind Radio. The Other Kind Radio. The Other Kind Radio. The other kind of radio.